and a wonderful place to live. It is very important that we acknowledge that we are all standing together right now on the traditional territory of the indigenous peoples of Treaty 6. Treaty 6 is an incredibly important and sacred document. It was through Treaty 6 that the indigenous peoples agreed to share the land with all of those who immigrated here and settled here. And that is relevant today just as it was when the treaty was signed. And all of us who, whether it was us that immigrated or our parents, our grandparents, our great-grandparents, uh, if you are not First Nation, you are here because of an immigrant family. And it's because of Treaty 6 that that, uh, that was able to happen and we are forever grateful for that. And we always must be uh, mindful of that and let that pave the path for the future. Let Treaty 6 be the document that brings people together and ensure that we are sharing the land and sharing prosperity together. Welcome back to Battlefords Untapped, where we share the inspiring community builders and characters that make the Battlefords a great place to call home. I'm your host, Matt Jakes, and I'm so proud to let you know that Untapped is part of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. What you heard at the top of the show here were a few of the sounds from the first annual Walk Together, Stand Together event in downtown North Battleford. In this episode of Untapped, I'll be taking you along as I visit the event, which aims to raise awareness to help put a stop to racism, all by showcasing the cultural strength of our community, from First Nations to newer arrivals from around the world. The event was hosted by the Multicultural Council of Saskatchewan and took place a little earlier in September. I had so many great conversations during the event, and if you listen all the way through to the end of the episode today, you're going to be in for a special treat, a spoken word performance just for you, just for our audience here on Untapped. But first up, you're going to meet Bill Ironstand, one of the founders of the event. So let's jump right in. Uh, first of all, yeah, my name is Bill Ironstand. I'm a uh, born and raised in North Battleford. Um, been here 50 plus years and I know how amazing this community can be and is. Um, as, as you can see today, even though uh, there's so many different cultures in our community and everybody comes together to put everything on, I've, uh, I've always felt um, that I need to step up and do my part in the community because it takes one person plus one person plus one person and soon you got it snowballing and and you can change things so I mean it has to start somewhere and hopefully I can be uh, one of the leaders of this movement in our city and uh, and and slowly eliminate racism well excellent that's great so this is uh, the first year for the event here would you maybe talk a little bit about the the background for it or what were some of the drivers that brought it all together uh, yeah, this is the first year we're hoping for many. Um, the Multicultural Society of Saskatchewan was planning this pre-COVID. So all of a sudden, as of everything else in our province and world, COVID just shut it right down. And uh, we started doing our meetings online and that. Um, and we had a great organizing committee, groups from here, Saskatoon, uh, Regina, and uh, we just start planning what would the what would the community want to see? What can we do that'll uh, that'll make um, people more aware of all the different cultures in ba in, in the Battlefords? Um, uh, you know, people think when we talk racism that it's just against uh, the indigenous or the black communities, but there is so many different communities in our uh, in our 
city and our, our trading area, as they call it. And everybody has faced racism at, at some point in their lives. And, and it's not fun. So I, uh, you know, I, I never want my children to have to go through that or my grandchildren. So I figured I had better start. I had better take the lead and uh, try to make the world better for them. That's excellent. This is so it's really uh, a solution based or a positive uh, oriented approach here to addressing that uh, otherwise very negative challenging issue. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, we we kind of want to, you know, you can't just not be racist. You have to be able to call out racism when it's there. You have to when somebody tells you that off color joke or, or says something that's racist, you, you need to make them aware of it so that it's uncomfortable for them. To say it and and we're hoping that the odd person will will learn from that and maybe change their mindset because we're never going to eliminate racism we just have to make it uncomfortable for the ones that are racist out in out in the world today and and let them know that we don't approve of this yeah for sure so what's this this event today we've just uh, had a little opening ceremony there with some great musical accompaniment and everything uh what are people in store for as they head out on their little walk around the downtown north battleford here uh we have i believe 14 or 15 booths set up with different uh programs different uh cultures there's salsa dancing the blue uh the balloon man from north battleford a huge attraction down here in the park uh, there's games for the kids uh, we have a bannock, uh, we're making grease bannock here in the park uh, right now. The pipe and drum group, as you were saying, the great music uh, of the Scottish are, uh, are, are here and they're, uh, they're performing and the music is incredible. There's going to be some fiddle players downtown. Um, Alan Sapp Gallery is going to have a, uh, a COVID aware uh, round dance with singing and sto traditional storytelling. And uh, we were lucky enough to be blessed with um, Senator Jenny Spyglass uh, giving us an opening prayer and acknowledging Treaty 6 territory at the opening of this. And we're hoping, as I said in my opening statements to the crowd, that people ask a lot of questions because that's how, that's how you gain knowledge is by asking questions. Uh, and people are willing to answer the questions. Um, and, and that's how we get better. And that's how we learn. And then we're not afraid of other people or other things if, if we ask the question. Exactly. So you mentioned it kind of takes a, a community or that engagement, or if you start, other people will follow. Could you talk maybe a little bit about that, that partnership with different organizations that have come together to make this happen? Yeah, absolutely. The Battlefords are amazing. We have an amazing group, uh, Midwest Food Resources, the uh, Battlefords Immigration uh, uh, Group. Uh, they are one of the, the leads in this area because all the newcomers to Canada come through them and they, they orient, help them with orientation. It, it, I can only imagine how scary it is moving to a new country, not, spe uh, not having the language as your first language uh, and trying to figure everything out. But amazing groups like that help uh, newcomers to Canada ease into uh, the society, to the Canadian society, and uh, it, it makes things a lot easier. And then today, we, we get them out here and now we have the opportunity to ask them questions, learn about their cultures and, and you know, not talking when we don't know. We're going to ask them, we're going to find out the real answers from the people. So that's, and I'm hoping to build some really good friendships today out of this group. Well, that's excellent. So you talked about asking those difficult questions too, maybe a, um, a, a difficult question for you or just uh, if you talked about, you know, naming racism or making that off-color comment uh, awkward or make people more aware that that's not okay. If somebody's thinking, well, 
I'm not racist or North Battleford doesn't seem racist to me. Uh, what do you say to them or how do you start that conversation? Well, usually we just say that, you know, every, actually everybody is racist to some point. And uh, we just have to make sure that we keep it in check and that we understand that anything that is racist hurts people. You know, um, the, the reasoning behind racism is for power above somebody or putting somebody down. And, and in today's society, we, we definitely don't need that anymore. So you just kind of, you just kind of confront them on it. And, uh, you know, politely, you don't, you don't get into arguments because there's no winning those arguments with people. You just try to make people aware of what's happening and uh, that it's not acceptable in today's, today's age. And I think with an event like this, when you're, you know, seeing your neighbors, whether you've met them before or not, uh, when you can make new friends like you talked about, that kind of helps make those uh, barriers come down a little bit. Yeah, absolutely, right? If uh, if I'm going to learn something about, say, the Ruthenian or the African community or um, the Muslim community, and, and somebody makes an off-coloured remark, and if I know the answer, I'm going to give them the answer and tell them, you know, there's no need for that type of talk. Here's here's how the, the these these groups are reacting to it or you know they're they're wonderful people just get out and meet them uh you talked in your opening comments too i think a little bit about negative media around the battlefords is it your hope that an event like this can kind of help change that story or change that narrative that's out there in the media absolutely i believe the the negative uh media comments that come the last couple of years were around uh a blip in our society our, our, our community is getting so much better. And, and today's uh, walk and group setting will definitely make that better. Media people such as yourself, this is, this is awesome, right? Um, that's how you get the word out. Uh, we've been doing as much social media now as we can, but we have pictures, we have province, we have you here. And um, people will see that we're doing wonderful things and wonderful things as, as different cultures. And the, maybe, they'll, maybe next year they'll be the ones to volunteer and help. Oh, excellent. Where can people connect with you and learn more about uh, this today and throughout the year? Uh, the, the Saskatchewan Multicultural Society, Midwest Food Resources, and Battleford's Immigration. Um, th- those are your three go-to. I, I personally am not representing any uh, organization. I'm just here on my own behalf, my family. Uh, I'm, I deeply believe in our community and I, I want to do everything I can to... Uh, to eliminate racism and make racism uncomfortable for people uh, in our community. But those are, the, those are the big three that I would get a hold of and they can help. All right, excellent. Well, I know the event has just kicked off here and I'm sure you want to uh, get moving and <laughs> check out the rest of it or continue on the walk or the Bannock Station here too. Um, any other final thoughts or comments for people who might have missed this event and uh, share a little bit with them about what it's all about and what you hope to accomplish? Have a conversation with your neighbor. Say hi to somebody of a, of, of a different culture. Uh, we're, we're people. Uh, you know, we, we're friendly. We, we love our community as much as you do. Uh, the new Canadians that are coming here, they chose North Battleford for a reason. Let's make them welcome. Let's show them how amazing our community is. Um, how amazing our community was 100 years ago. Let's bring, let's bring that back. I don't think we're far off. Um, everybody helps in this community and uh, I know we can make uh, Saskatchewan in the top five of the country to live in. This, that's how beautiful this community actually is. Well, thank you so much, Bill. I think that's probably, uh, that's so much from you right there. Thank you so much. And really, uh, 
an impressive and inspiring event that I'm going to get walking to to try to discover some little uh, stories along the trail here to add to the show too. So uh, thank you so much for that uh, warm welcome and uh, enjoy the rest of the day here. Thank you very much. I appreciate being on. All right. So we're here on the anti-racism walk, walk together, stand together. And I've just discovered this beautiful mural and I'll be hopefully be able to take a nice picture that uh, shows off the mural and what it's all about there. But I'm here with the artist, uh, Asby Whitecalf. Is that right? Yep. Hello. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about yourself and your connection to the Battlefords here. What makes uh, Battlefords home for you? Um, I'm actually from Sweetgrass First Nation, which is about like 20 minutes out of here. And I've lived here for like a majority of my life. And then in the past four years, I lived in Calgary. I was doing my um, bachelor degree in character design at the Alberta University of the Arts. So now that I've moved back, I was able to get this opportunity. The uh, Balfords Improvement Development Team, I believe they're called, the BID, they're just downtown here. They put out a call for an artist alley, which they were looking for groups of artists to come do murals around the downtown area. And then I applied, but then COVID happened and they were only to, they were only able to have one person and they chose the, the health center and the health center wanted a First Nations themed mural. And I've done murals for the health center before. They're just around the back in the alley. So they put my name for it and the, the BID wanted me to do this. And it was, it was uh, just amazing <laughs> just to see like the sheer size of this wall and like the visibility yeah it was amazing well that's cool so for listeners would you maybe describe a little bit about the artwork or what's the the story or the message that's uh, behind your uh, the beautiful work here oh um so i re so a part of my practice is uh revolving around uh queer and femme indigenous identities and this the history and culture around that in modern society so this uh this mural is my interpreta interpretation of the creator who is often seen as a male figure using like he, him pronouns and everything. So being a, a two-spirit person, I thought, well, if the creator is a man, why can't the creator be a woman? Because in our societies, women are seen as like creators physically, like they give birth, we're, we're mothers, we, we're caretakers of our tribes and everything. So I was like, well, why, why not? <laughs> and then where the, the queer identity uh, comes in is that the butterflies are painted in the, in the gay pride flag colors. Like we have the bisexual, we have the transgender, we have the lesbian, we have the pansexual, we have the, we have everything because as like indigenous people, we have, we have our two spirit and gay people and I wanted to represent them because we don't have a lot of queer representation here in the Balfords and I just kind of wanted to be able to like be a part of it and like kickstart this like kind of movement. That's pretty cool and definitely uh, yeah the colors are eye-popping and catch your attention that's for sure and definitely some some prime territory here with all kinds of people driving by and walking by. Um, how did you tie this in with the the event today that's going on and some of the similar messaging that they're trying to achieve with uh, putting a stop to racism? Um, being in the Balfords, um, I feel that we really need to be able to represent the indige indigenous community because there is a lot of, of, of us around here. And just speaking of the like the past incidents that have happened like a few years ago with like Colton Bushi and everything. I just really feel that we need to come all come together and like support this and like support 
um, anti-racism and like sticking together throughout this time. And I feel like this mural is also like an opportunity to also reflect on that of having like such a prominent indigenous like presence here, like all the time, 24 seven, like seeing this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that's pretty awesome. And did I hear through the grapevine too that you might have a, a book in the works or something like that happen? Wow, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm working with Anik Press. They're a publishing company out of uh, Toronto. They've done a lot of a lot of uh, Robert Munch books in the past, like the Paper Bag Princess. Like that was one of my favorite books growing out, growing up. So when they uh, basically scouted me to do this book, I was blown away. <laughs> yeah, it's um, indigenous. It's an indigenous book. Obviously, I don't think I would do anything else <laughs> if it wasn't indigenous. Um, I the author's name escapes me right now, but I would be able to send it to you. Yeah, no, that's very cool. Um, where would people be able to, you know, follow your journey and stuff? Are you on social media? Do you have a website or? Um, my website is just asbywhitecalf.com, all lowercase. Asby is spelled A-Z-B-Y, white in calf, like a baby cow, C-A-L-F. And my Instagram is wapemostosis, which is W-A-P-I-M-O-S-T-O-S-I-S. -S. <laughs> oh, excellent. That's great. So when is that book going to drop or hit the shelves? Do you know? Or? I'm, I, I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure maybe the summer of 2021. Mm -hmm. Well, that's very cool. Well, congratulations on all your success here and definitely a, a powerful and inspiring uh, mural here too. So thank you so much for your time and enjoy the rest of your day here on our Walk Together, Stand Together event. Thank you so much. And so we just had a, a round dance here, and I don't know uh, if you could maybe perhaps explain a little bit about who you are and your, your background and a little bit about the event here today. Yeah, my name is uh, Shonan Awasis, and I uh, come to you guys here from the Soto First Nation, uh, just north of uh, North Battleford here on Highway 4. Uh, today I was invited here by the city of North Battleford to come and uh, present a round dance the round dance ceremony to the people, uh, to the visitors and to all the communities, all the participants of the Walk Together, Stand Together uh, movement. So uh, the round dance is basically a, a dance of life. It's the dance where we come together, uh, round dance in a circle along with the, the beat of the drum to the heartbeat of Mother Earth. And we round dance, uh, we dance for uh, our, our dances, our prayers, we round dance, we round dance for our people, for the sick, we dance for the ones that are riding in wheelchairs, the ones that can't walk no more, the ones that are lost on the streets. Uh, we all know there's a, the whole hospitals are full of sick people. We round dance for them. Because of the dance of life, we give them life. We give them strength. We give them courage. We give them power. And we also uh, round dance for our people, all of our people. We don't necessarily utilize people. When we say that word, it doesn't mean just our people. It means all of us. We're all in this together. So we uh, round dance for things to go right, for things to work out right, uh, for all of our children not to get sick, uh, for strength from the Creator because of uh, because of the COVID. The COVID's real, eh? So these are some of the stuff that we round dance for, and we utilize our hand drums. Our hand drums are uh, elk hide hand drums today. We uh, we went and hunted for that animal, and then we uh, utilized that meat to feed our families. And then the the hooves and the, the antlers, we gave them away to uh, 
different families to use for their dancing outfits. And then we're left with the skin. So what we do with the skin is we turn it into rawhide and we make hand drums. And then we know the hand drum is the heartbeat of Mother Earth. So with that hand drum, we bring that animal back to life because now we gave him a heartbeat. And it's through, through our teachings and through our cultures and through the round dance like this that we like to offer everybody a, a chance to experience the, the great rich culture that we have in our community here of North Battleford. And I wish you all a great day. Oh, thank you so much. That's excellent. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Okay, so the Stand Together, Walk Together event continues. I'm at the Alan Sapp Gallery here now, and I'm with Alvin. Alvin, would you maybe introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us a little bit perhaps about yourself and your connection here to the Battlefords? Battlefords has always been my home. I grew up in North Battleford, and my name is Elvin Baptiste. I'm from the Red Pheasant Reserve, First Nations, and Battleford has always been the home of my people, and we have have grown, we have lived here for generations and generations near the Battleford River, North Battleford River, I mean, Saskatchewan River, sorry about that. And so uh, I just want to share some information to the people that are not aware of the, about our, our treaties and how strong our treaties are and now that our treaties are being violated and how they're destroying the, the water and uh, the environment itself and a lot of people don't understand about uh, the significance of the treaties, the spirit of the content of the treaties. So I, you know, we talked about as long as the sun shines and uh, the, the river flows and the grass grows. And a lot of people think that's forever, but no, there, that's all symbolic meanings behind that and the meaning behind this, uh, the sun. The sun is where the creator, when he creates your soul, takes a part of that energy from the sun and creates your soul from that and, and sends you to earth to live and to experience life as a human being. And, that, and then the sun is also a uh, time of seasons and it's, it keeps time and not only that, though, but it gives us worth uh, warmth and also it also uh, helps with uh, the uh, vegetations and stuff and animals growing growing from that and it's a heal it heals you the sun and that's the meaning behind the sun and now we talk about the um, as long as the river flows ri the river flows means life without water we would all die and we wouldn't exist at all but and, and the meaning behind that also is that uh, when a woman gives life and when they say the water broke, that means the water that you're born inside there, your mom's womb is with water and it breaks and it comes out. And that's the meaning behind that also too. Is, and we talk about as long as the grass grows. So that's another meaning behind that. And without the uh, vegetation at all, uh, we wouldn't be able to have any food at all. And not only that though, but the four-legged animals wouldn't be able to survive. So as long as the grass grows, that means a lot of all the vegetation at all, everything. And if any of this is broken right here, and this is where we stand up and, and, and try to protect our environment, we try to protect the water, we also try to protect the, uh, the grass, the forest, and also we're starting to realize that the animals are getting sick. The birds, the, the deer, the fish, 
There's so many of our animals are dying off and we have to stop that and protect the animals also. That's why we stand up and that's the meaning behind that. The treaties there, that treaties are being broken and this is some of the treaties that we, our ancestors have put up and wanted to uh, sustain life on earth forever and to keep it that way, it's natural state. And, uh, and the sharing the lands with the people that are coming into our lands, we want to share this and live in peace and harmony and, and combat racism. And, you know, we don't need racism at all in our society. Everybody are put in this earth for a reason is to live and to experience life as a human being, a path of life that we call. And then your, and your journey continues on into the spirit world and you work and you your journey continues until you go to the spirit world and join your ancestors and so and to live with god wow that's definitely a, a powerful message there and what are the um, other messages that you hope people would take away from getting a chance to listen to you well i connected with this event and um you know i've been i don't know i don't look at myself as an activist at all though but i'm just wanting to stand up and be a voice and that's one of the things that it's very important that a lot of us that need to stand up and start being a voice out there and reaching out and and letting the politicians that are that are running for office to be aware of what's going on in the surroundings of our our environment. And what I've learned from our elders is to they always say be kind, respect, love one another, take care of each other. And this is one of the things that I wanted to put out there is the message is that we as a human beings have to start doing this. We forgot uh, and hadn't been reminded of how we're supposed to live life on earth. When we, as people, we can unite and work together, everybody to unite and work together. And that's what makes us much stronger and a stronger voice out there with the, and sending this message to out there with the, with the governments that are listening and the provincial governments and the federal governments to hear us out that we want this to stop. We wanted something to do. We want to do a, make a better life for future generations. And this is so important that we have to start stand up and start being a voice out there because nobody's going to do anything unless we get up and do something about it. Yeah, excellent. Well, definitely an inspiring today to see people come out and uh, walk together in the streets in that spirit of trying to, to learn and tackle that issue of racism. So thank you very much for your time today. Any, any other final thoughts you'd like to add? Or? All I wanted to say is, you know, you guys take care out there and enjoy life. Life is too short. Thank you so much for your time there today, Elvin. Okay, so we're continuing the walk today on the Walking Together, Standing Together event here. And I've just uh, come across another little exhibit or a stand or spoken word, and I'm talking with Janelle. And maybe if you'd like to tell me a little bit about yourself and your connections to the community here in the Balfords. Okay. Uh, hello, everybody. My name is Janelle Piwapsconius. I come from Little Pine First Nation, so I'm about 45, 50 minutes, depending on how fast you drive, outside the city. Um, and I'm here today doing the spoken word and storytelling station with the Walk Together, Stand Together event. Yeah. That's great. So spoken word. Are you a spoken word artist or how did you become a spoken word artist? It's, it's a story and a half, but um, it came out of um, this wanting to 
be part of the arts, to find a way to express what I have gone going on and to also to reflect on my, my story. Um, it, there's a lot to unpack about how I got started in spoken word, so I won't go into it, but essentially it was a way for me to get some platform and to process and to share the stories about Indigenous cultures that I never grew up hearing. Well, that's great. So you're able to share those stories now. What are some of the uh, themes or stories that you've uh, been telling? Um, well, I cannot take off my Indigenous lens. So I tell those stories from that perspective, um, being it from being a mom or a single parent in today's day and age to the pandemic, to um, res dogs, to culture, to colonialism. The topics are vast, but to, to really reflect on my experience and how that how it is to be someone like me. Well, that's great. And so how did you find out about this event here today? Or what's the, the connection for you with this event? Obviously, wanting to do a lot to really, you know, dispel racism or eliminate racism, raise awareness. Uh, talk a little bit, perhaps, about that. Sure. Um, okay, so I can have, I, you know, I'm lost for words because there's so much I could say, I think. Um, a lot of my work uh, stems from uh, responding to racism and how that's impacted me um, but being here today and sharing these stories it's kind of like an outlet for me to share the the stories of someone who grew up around here who moved away for a little bit to really reflect and see what life was like and then came back as an artist as someone who is doing art in a different way and um, to being in here's today's event um, was important to me um, I was connected through the Multicultural Council of Saskatchewan um, due to our past work that we've had together when I lived in Saskatoon. And now um, it's really important for me to be part of this event and celebrate and try to build my network locally, not just for me, but to also to reach out to other Indigenous artists and artists of, uh, I don't know, I'll say unique talents because <laughs> only uh, as long as well as spoken word I do game design and I'm a single parent and I'm a, an engaged researcher with the University of Saskatchewan so it's it's a it's a quite a unique mix but that's that's who we are as artists right but Wow, so that's definitely a, a unique palette that you have going on there too, and definitely, you know, out of the usual for what you think of as an artist. Perhaps people might think of you know paintbrushes and all that stuff, and uh, uh, definitely you're bringing your art out here in the public. Uh, have you performed in this sort of an environment before, or is this a little unusual for you too? Oh, uh, like festival outdoor events, really new to me. I'm more of like the indoors, sitting in dark bars listening to skiddly wap powwow and uh, poetry um so this is really new to me and i'm really enjoying the experience today oh that's very cool okay so janelle the spoken artist here on the anti-racism walk has agreed to actually perform one of her pieces for us so i'll hand it right over to you janelle thank you very much thank you so much this one's called gimma one or in english rain the sound of rain at night and these northern forests are alive and with spirit. Whole forests around you in prayer, hundreds of branches meeting each drop, rain droplets kissing each leaf's face. Thanking it as it comes, embracing moments upon it, thinking as it goes, thank you, thank you, thank you in the language of the tree alive with spirits in the northern forests in the sound of rain at night thank you so much 
Well, that was beautiful. Thank you very much, Janelle. Enjoy the rest of your day here. And uh, any other final words for the people tuning in and listening? Where can they uh, check out your work, perhaps? Or Oh, um, well, I'm working on a website, uh, so stay tuned for that. But uh, mostly on social media, um, it's Eco Aboriginal, um, E-C-O-A-B-O, and then Janelle. And um, yeah, you can find me on pretty much any social media. Well, excellent. Thank you so much for your time here today. So there you have it. That wraps up a whirlwind tour of the first annual Walk Together, Stand Together event hosted by the Multicultural Council of Saskatchewan. I had a fantastic time, but I also know that with so many stations and inspiring people along that walk, I was not able to meet and chat with everyone. So I know I'll be looking forward to next year's event for sure. A big thank you goes out to Janelle, Alvin, Shonen, Asby, and of course to Bill once again for providing an excellent introduction to the event and explaining the important message of naming and putting a stop to racism. Thinking back to what Bill was saying at the start, even if you feel that you don't act, speak, or think in ways that are hurtful to others, it's important to acknowledge and understand the many forms and impact of racism. By doing so, you become an ally to those experiencing racism and a powerful force to help stop it. I also want to give a shout out to Benedict Feist, who put forward this event as a nomination for Untapped. Thank you so much. And don't forget that if you know an awesome person, organization, or event in our community and think that they deserve a little recognition and time in the spotlight, please visit our website, battlefordsuntapped.com, and click on the Nominate a Guest link. As always, thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll chat again next time.